0: Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Impact Today. My name is Mark. This is my beautiful wife, Victoria, evangelists and teachers of the Word of God. We're so happy that you joined us today. We have a powerful message from the Word of God, and we want to encourage you to get a Bible, to get a notepad, take notes, jot things down, go back and verify, see what we're saying is true or not. And, um, just get the word of God inside of you. So the more you get the word in you, the more it's going to affect your life.
1: Amen.
0: So you can be blessed. Hallelujah. We want to encourage you to visit our website at globalimpactministries.com. And there you can find all of the episodes we've recorded uh, you can watch them on YouTube, or you can just uh, subscribe via a podcast, the podcast of your choice, and you can listen to the Word of God all the day. Hey, hallelujah. What? Amen. <laughs> Amen. All the day all long. All the day long. I will never forget listening to Brother Lester Summerall many years ago, listening to teaching on tapes as I'm driving down the road And you'd always end every message by saying, don't forget Mm -hmm. to feed your faith and And to starve starve your your doubts to death. death." Amen. Amen. The word of God will do that. Glory to God. Well, we have a powerful, powerful message today that I believe a lot of people need to hear. Now, in the previous episodes, we've been dealing with the subject of healing as found in the Psalms. Right. We've talked about. Uh Psalm chapter 6, Ch- Psalm chapter 30, chapter 41, and of course, the famous chapter, Psalm 91, and Psalm 103, Psalm 105. The last episode we were with you, we talked about Psalm 107, and today we're going to do something a little bit different. It's Psalm 147. And yet it is profoundly important. And so we're going to read uh, Psalm 147, starting with verse 3. And we'll just go down to verse 6.
1: He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He counts the numbers of the stars. He calls them all by name. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding is infinite. The Lord lifts up the humble, he casts the wicked down to the ground.
0: Now, this is a very powerful passage of scripture. Actually, if you read the rest of the chapter, it talks about really the sovereign acts of God in creation. How he, it, I mean, everything is dependent on him the snow, the rain, the lightning, the thunder, the wind, the breeze. The, the
1: waves of the ocean. The
0: waves of the ocean. The, the beasts of the field.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The animals in the jungle. Everything is dependent. All of creation looks to God yes. to be sustained. And if you'll notice here, even verse four, it says, He counts the number of the stars. You know, He's numbered every star. And not only that, He has a name for them. Each star has a name
1: pretty amazing.
0: And there are billions and billions of stars.
1: They have that thing where you can go online and pick a star and name it. Yeah. Like like a friend's name or your wife's name or your kids' name, right? And then it's an official it's in the official star registry that star is now named that. But when people do that, God's probably saying, "I already named that star." Amen. I already have a name for that star. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many stars.
0: So many. And mo- a lot of them, most of them, make our sun look very small.
1: Mm, amazing.
0: <laughs> Think about He's that. He's a big God. He is a mighty God. Another passage of scripture talks about how when he calls, they stand to attention. Mm-hmm. Everything is upheld by the word of his power. So you have this about God. He's mighty in power. His understanding is infinite. Yet, verse three, He cares about you. Yes. And the inner workings of your heart.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. The vast universe, He sustains with the word of His power. He created it and He sustains it with the word of His power. Yet He's highly involved and wants to be more involved in your heart.
1: That's amazing,
0: right? He loves you. And And it it says here that He heals the brokenhearted. He binds up their wounds.
1: And we know Jesus, um, when He stood in the synagogue to preach, He quoted the prophet Isaiah. Yes. And he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me mm-hmm. because he's anointed me to preach the gospel, right? And then he says all these things and you will find in there, he said, to f- heal, to heal the broken Yes,
0: carpet. hallelujah.
1: Um, did you want to read it? you? I start? think I
0: do okay. because there's even other um, parts of that that are just so powerful. He's quoting Isaiah 61. But notice some other things he said here in Luke 4 verse 18, it says, "The spirit of the Lord is upon me, because He's anointed me. Hmm. to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Yes. To proclaim liberty to the captives. You might be in captivity right now. and Jesus is saying to you, "You're free." Yes. You're free. You can walk out of that prison that the devil and your sin has enslaved you in. Listen to this. And recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Many people, they're brokenhearted and they're oppressed by the devil. Oppressed in their body, but oppressed in their minds as well. They're tormented in their hearts. So we had a lady not too long ago reach out to us. Mm-hmm. She's a grandmother. We don't know how old she is, but she's a grandmother. And many, many years ago when she was a, a
1: teenager, a teenager
0: she, um, she slept with a boyfriend.
1: Yeah,
0: She wasn't married and, you know, she slept with him. And she felt bad about it. And I don't know if she received Christ after that or she just had received Christ but messed up. I don't know. But what we do know, she told us that another person told her that she had committed the unpardonable sin because of that act that she had committed with that one man or that young boy one time in her life. And for some reason, She carried the guilt and the shame of that for decades.
1: Yeah, and really the fear that she had lost her salvation. Yeah. Um, When she reached out to us, she was completely tormented. Yeah. Um, And described how she loved God so much and wanted to serve him so much. She loved his word. Yeah. She loved to worship him. Mm-hmm. She loved God. Mm-hmm. And she thought she was going to hell.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She was afraid. She had, she had doubts.
0: She had doubts.
1: That maybe she had, she had lost un- her salvation. And
0: committed the unpardonable sin.
1: That there was no forgiveness for her. And, and so this tormented her literally for decades. Mm-hmm. And
0: um, so know, let me say this. You know, there are many forms of brokenheartedness, and this is one form. You could be tormented, oppressed by an evil spirit that attached itself to you because of the words of one person who spoke something to you that planted a seed of doubt. And maybe that's you. Maybe you think that you've committed the unpardonable sin, that God could never forgive you and that you're on your way to hell and that you're so concerned about it. And I'll say to you what we said to this lady. By the very fact that you're concerned about it, you have not committed the unpardonable sin. Someone who's committed the unpardonable sin and has blasphemed the Holy Spirit, they could care less. They do not fear. They don't care. They've renounced the Lord. And if you're tormented with that, we break that off of you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord loves you. He desires to forgive you. In many cases, he already has forgiven you. You just need to believe and accept your forgiveness. So we instructed this lady and we showed her in the word. We encouraged her. Maybe you need to hear this. Read first John. Read the book of 1 John. The 1 John tells you if you've done this, you're born again. If you've done that, you know you've born again. These are the symptoms of being born again. Amen. And do that and see for yourself hey, wow, I did accept Jesus Christ. I do believe he is Lord. I do believe he's the Son of God. I do love him. Mm -hmm. And you'll see that you indeed have eternal life right now, that your sins are forgiven. And if you were to die today, you would go to heaven. Hallelujah.
1: You know, one of the groups of people that's actually addressed in the Bible who would have a broken heart is um, wives who were rejected Mm -hmm. by their husbands. Yeah. That was, in Bible days, like the biggest shame Mm -hmm. one could experience. For a husband to just decide, well, I don't want you anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna have this wife instead. And they were allowed to just divorce their wife. Mm-hmm. And, and um, there's several places in the Bible where men are reprimanded for doing that. Yeah. And places where Um, You can see the compassion of God reaching out to those. So, you know, maybe you were rejected Mm -hmm. by a spouse. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're you're a man who was rejected by your wife. Mm -hmm. Um, That's more common here in the West Mm -hmm. than over in Asia. Right. Um, But there's all sorts of scenarios where you can end up with a broken heart. Uh, maybe you had a harsh parent. Mm-hmm. Maybe um, here's one: um, when people feel completely powerless in a situation and have no control, and they're being hurt, mm-hmm. that causes broken heart- heartedness. Mm-hmm. And broken hearted- broken heartedness can show up. The symptoms of it can show up in many different ways. Anxiety, Mm -hmm. depression, rage. Mm -hmm. If you experience intense rage, you might have a broken heart. Mm -hmm. Um, The good news is Jesus was sent to heal your broken heart, to heal it, to mend it, cure it. Repair it yeah. and make it thoroughly whole. Yes. That's not really a picture of, you know, just a band aid. You can walk into a doctor's office here in this country mm-hmm. with a broken heart and say, something's not quite right with me. And they'll give you pills yeah. to make that feeling subside or to bury that feeling yeah. so you can manage and make it through the day that is not healing jesus can do what no doctor can do a doctor can't take his scalpel and go into your innermost core and cut out that wound mm-hmm. he can't do it but god's word can do it yeah. and jesus christ can do it the power of the holy spirit can come into your broken heart mm-hmm and make it completely whole, he wants to pour out his oil of joy on you and fill you up to overflowing and really completely uh, change your whole life. Amen. Heal every wound. That's right. But you know, it takes surrender.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Have you ever seen a video or come across a wounded animal? They're in so much pain. You want to help them or the person in the video wants to help them, but they won't they won't have it because they're so hurt mm-hmm. and they don't understand if I just yield mm-hmm. to this, he's going to help me. Yeah. You know, um if you've ever had like a dog break their leg or something, mm-hmm. they're going to try to bite you while you're trying to help them. Mm-hmm. We can't be like that with the Lord. Right. We have to surrender our hearts and our lives to Him. And though that might be painful in the moment, as soon as He has your heart in His hand, that's the safest place for your heart. And He will come inside of you, make you brand new, and he heal every part of you. And, and the thing is, He's the only one who can do that. But we have to give Him our heart. We have to make Him our Lord. Mm-hmm. And then He'll heal us.
0: And He made it possible for every human, including you, when He died on the cross. Notice what it says here in Isaiah 53, verse 5 says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. By his stripes, we You're are healed. healed. You could read that one phrase in the chastisement for our peace. Uh, the punishment needed for our well-being. Yes. Was placed on him. Jesus died on the cross for your total well being. Mm. He, he took your shame so you could have his dignity and glory. He took your rejection so you could be accepted and highly favored.
1: Yes.
0: He took your sin so that you could have his righteousness. He took your disease of every kind, so that you could be healed by His stripes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He went to hell so you could go to heaven. Wow. He didn't stay there, though. God raised them up from the dead because of our justification. He was
1: separated from His Father so that we could be in union. Yes. With God forever. Amen.
0: So <laughs> what do you need to do? You need to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Now listen what happens. When you do that, he removes the old spirit and puts in a brand, brand new, new spirit. Yes. And the spirit of Christ himself comes to be inside of you. And then in that moment, your entire identity changes. You know, recently, Victoria and I visited a church. And they had, I don't know, half a dozen people, maybe 10. um, Talk about trauma they had experienced in their life. Mm -hmm. All kinds, Mm -hmm. all kinds of different situations. And every single one of them, they all overcame it. And the underlying theme. Yes. Which I don't know if they did that on purpose. It's just the way it was. It's just the way it was. They were saying, this is what they were doing. This is what I have experienced in my life. One person experienced homelessness and rejection from his father. Another person had a disease that um, affected the outside of them uh, where they would lose all their hair. Another person was in a, a family of athletes, but they themselves were not athletic. And this person did this and had a weight issue. And this person had this problem. They were considered uneducated. And all of these kinds of things and these turmoils and traumas that they had experienced. Yeah. And every single one of them, which I don't know if they had planned this, but every single one of them, they all overcame because they realized what their identity was in, in Christ, Christ
1: Jesus. Yes.
0: Now, if you have a Bible... Let me just give you a shortcut. The Bible's full of places where you can discover who you are in Christ Jesus. But if you've never heard this before, I'm just gonna say go straight to Ephesians yeah. chapter one
1: Amen. and
0: Ephesians chapter two, uh-huh. and you will find verse after verse after verse that describes you, who you are, and what you have right now because you are in union with Christ Jesus.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Oh, hallelujah. You're accepted in the beloved. You're blessed with every spiritual blessing. You are in union with God. You're in the household of faith. Everything that pertains to life and godliness is now yours in Him. Oh, hallelujah. You're
1: seated with him in heavenly places. Wow. Far above all the powers of the devil. Amen. (laughs) Amen. And
0: now when you speak to the devil and say, get out of here, he has to go. You resist the devil.
1: And he will flee.
0: He'll flee from you. Amen. Glory to God. But first, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to lead you in a prayer to accept Jesus Christ. And as soon as I say amen, Victoria's going to pray for those out there who might have a broken heart.
1: Thank you, Lord.
0: Say this after me. Dear Father.
1: Dear Father. I
0: come to you. I come
1: to you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.
0: I acknowledge. I acknowledge. My need. My need for a savior for a savior. I've sinned. I've sinned. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. But I believe. But I believe that Jesus, Christ Jesus Christ is your son. Is your son. And he took my place. And he took
1: my place. He
0: took my guilt. He
1: took my guilt. He,
0: res- he took my shame. He took my shame. He died for my sins. He died for
1: my sins. And you
0: raised him from the and dead. And
1: you raised him from the dead. So I
0: confess. So I confess. Jesus Christ.
1: Jesus Christ is my Lord, my
0: my Savior. My Savior. I turn from my past. I
1: turn from my past. I
0: come to you. I
1: come to you. And I receive receive your
0: gift of salvation. Your
1: gift of salvation. Thank you for saving me now. Thank you for saving me now. Thank
0: you for washing me clean. Thank you
1: for washing me clean. Giving me
0: a brand new heart. Giving
1: me a brand new heart.
0: In Jesus' name.
1: In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, we lift up everyone watching right now or listening right now who may... Uh, have a broken heart. Lord, as we all just surrender our hearts to you, we ask that your healing power would now flow into their innermost being and bind up every wound. In Jesus' name, we receive your healing anointing into us right now. And we thank you, Lord, that you do a work that no man can do. In the mighty name of Jesus, because of the blood of Jesus, we give you praise. We thank you for touching every single person, in Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah, amen.
0: Well, if you accepted Jesus, we have good news for you. Your sins are forgiven. Yes. You're brand new. God's healing people. Even in people's bodies, people are being healed by the power of the yes, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. We want to encourage you to call the number on your screen and tell somebody what God's doing for you now. Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah.
0: God bless you. We love you. And we hope you tune in
2: next time. <laughs> Prosperity and Abundance (laughs) Abundance Oh Hallelujah Amen. Amen I like righteousness I like peace I like joy To leave it and come into the kingdom of God. Acts chapter 10 verse 38 says, of the devil. Hallelujah. So Jesus came. The Son of God came. He left heaven. He came to earth, born of a virgin, in order to set you and me free from the, sa- from the kingdom of Satan. Hallelujah! Amen! Oh,
0: hallelujah! Hello, friends. We have a wonderful, powerful miracle testimony we'd like to share with you.
1: We were ministering on the street outside. Someone was preaching the word, and there was a lady there listening. She was inspired to come up for prayer at the end and have hands laid on her. What had happened was 11 years before that, she fell from a second-story balcony and hit the ground. And as a result, she fractured her spine and had to have surgery. Um, She wasn't paralyzed, but she had to have surgery, get a rod put in her back and some screws put in her back. And um, since that time, she was not able to jump and she was not able to stand on one foot in balance. So uh we laid hands on her, we prayed in the name of Jesus and right there on the street in front of everyone, she started to jump up and down and stand on one foot, completely healed by the power of the Lord.
0: Hallelujah. Amen. And what God did for her He will do for you because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He heals you because He loves you, and He paid the ultimate price for your deliverance.